Hello, hello. Welcome to Yay for Growth. I'm your host, Savannah Zipak, and this is a personal development podcast where we have all kinds of conversations about health, well-being, and occasionally something different to spice things up. With three college degrees, including my master's of public health, five years of combined experience in healthcare and research, and a passion for improving population health, I'm here to make sure nothing goes unspoken. So take a deep breath, check in with yourself, and let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Yay for Growth. I'm so happy to have you here. Um... I'm feeling pretty good today. I hope you're feeling pretty good. And if you're not, I hope this podcast gives you a little distraction or something to brighten up your day. So today I wanted to talk about this little topic that popped in my mind. um, And I'll explain everything. But it's continuing the conversation about influencers online, like health influencers, beauty influencers. Um, I know last episode I spoke about the whole legging legs trend There were definitely a lot of things on beauty standards that I thought about when I was listening back to the episode that I really wanted to touch on and I didn't say um, in that episode. So this is kind of just a continued conversation if that's something you're interested in. And if, you know, it's something you normally wouldn't listen to, well, maybe, you know, maybe it's just food for thought, you know? Don't take it too seriously because I'm no expert in anything other than research. So take that as you will. Um, So last night I was in bed and I was scrolling through TikTok. I have a couple influencers that I follow that I really like their content. One of them, she's like a big beauty influencer, like just all things, health, skincare, beauty, like hair, makeup, um, things like that. And the main reason I started following her was not just because she's, like, really cute and just has, like, very positive energy, um, is that her skin tone is very similar to mine. So, like, when I watch her do makeup, it gives me inspiration for how to do my makeup. Now, um, I also take her skincare advice very seriously because she has beautiful, flawless skin. Um, and this whole time I've been following her, just, like, you know, really trusting, I guess, her process because clearly it works for her. Like, she has very healthy hair, healthy skin, healthy lifestyle, and that's what I'm all about, you know? Um, now, she posted yesterday, I think it was, or at least it was on my feed yesterday, um, this trend that's going around for some beauty influencers where they're talking about treatments, um, that the beauty treatments they've had done that they think are actually worth the money. And so I listened to her, and then after hearing all the beauty treatments she's had, I got upset because I was like, oh my gosh. Um, Here I was thinking that this person is just very dedicated to our health and beauty routines, and that's why she's glowing. But turns out she's had Botox, she's had all of these, like, treatments, one including um, microneedling, where they take your blood plasma and, like, spread it all over your face or something. And it helps, like, with acne scarring. Um, She gets facials very routinely. Uh, She's had a couple laser treatments, things with her eyebrows, um, and just in general, a lot of stuff for her skin that the average person probably can't afford. 
Um, and so I'm sitting there and I got so upset. I know I took it like so personal. Um, I, and maybe it wasn't even that. Maybe I just, I felt like embarrassed in myself for like actually believing that this person hasn't had all these treatments. Now, before I get into this, let me throw it out there. I don't think any less of people who get beauty treatments or cosmetic surgery or anything like that. Like, do what you need to do to, number one, be healthy, live a comfortable lifestyle, and feel confident about yourself. And, like, if they can afford it, more power to them because I would probably get a bunch of stuff done to my face. Like, my acne scarring is just so bad from years of cystic acne. Um, And so the texture of my skin is just shit right now. But... Any, anyway, I don't think less of them for that. I just, it, it posed a question in my mind. So much so that I had to make, like, I literally told my boyfriend, stop what you're doing. I need to ask you a question. <laughs> Do you think it's fair for people who have had, like, cosmetic procedures, surgeries, beauty treatments done to advertise makeup products? and beauty products, skincare products. Do you think it's fair? And the only reason I ask that is because they have a clear advantage in that when people look at their content, if they don't know that these people have had treatments, they're probably in the mindset I was like, wow, like I just need to be dedicated and use XYZ products and like hopefully my skin will clear up or my hair will be healthy, whatever. Um, yeah. So, for example, this specific influencer, and the only reason I'm not naming her is because I don't want to support, like, anyone that would feel like looking at her stuff, maybe coming at her, whatever, because that often happens. Not that I have that many mean people listening to my podcast. Most of you guys are, like, so nice and so chill. Um, yeah, so she said that she had, like, a lip tint done which is something that, like, I I want. But I'm sitting there and, like, one of her biggest things that she advertises um, on her page is, like, lip colors, lip liners, lip stains, lip oils, lip gloss, whatever. She advertises all of that. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, like, I try to use the colors she does because she has some similar features as I do, like skin tone, face shape, etc., and eyes and it never really comes out the same way and I'm like oh my god wait she has a lip tint so is it really fair for her to advertise these colors and say that they look good because when you have a lip tint that's not a natural lip color like it's just not it's automatically more vibrant and then whatever lip color you put on is going to be more vibrant on top of that and so here I am feeling like a fool a goddamn fool. But for real, I definitely feel a little foolish. Um, more power to her, though. I mean, despite all the treatment she's gotten, they're pretty much, like, non-invasive, non-intense, and she has a very natural glow about her. Like, I think the average person would not assume that she has had anything done. So, all that being said, what do you guys think? Do you think it's fair for people who have had surgeries, cosmetic surgeries, like 
beauty treatments, things like that to advertise beauty products, skincare products, maybe even hair products, you know. Um, I get it. Everyone has to make a living. But ethically, I just don't know, like, if I were in that position, I don't know how I would feel about recommending stuff to people knowing, like, well, I don't want them to think they're going to look the way I look. And is that more of a personal issue? Like, do we just personally need to be wise about the content we're consuming? Like, you can't blame the influencer for being an influencer and selling products and trying to make their money. Um, Maybe we just all need to go into social media and consumption of content from influencers with the idea of, well, we only see what they want us to see. And we only hear about the experiences that they want us to hear about. And you have to remember, even if you feel connected to an influencer. Jesus, there's like a big truck that just went by. Okay, so even if you feel very connected to an influencer, just remember there's still people too, like, you don't know the whole story behind why they look the way they look, um, how they got where they did, even if they share a lot, you know, there's always aspects of people's lives that they still keep private because they have every right to. So yeah, that's just like a little bit of what I wanted to talk about. I think it's a really interesting question, um, ethically, and because there's kind of like a crystal, like there's many different um, sides to this conversation. There's many different angles from which you can go in. And the only reason I think like that now is literally because of my master's of public health. Like, so many issues arise in society, right? Um, whether it's eth- ethical things, um, about politics, civil rights, um, or just very controversial topics like media, um, relationships even. These conversations are rarely one-sided, but I do think that society loves a black and white, right? A right and a wrong. Um, And that's really not the case. Getting my master's of public health, I learned about something called the social determinants of health. And the social determinants of health, for those that don't know, are all of the internal and external factors that influence health and health behaviors, right? You could say somebody doesn't exercise because they're lazy. Yeah, you could say that. And the reason they don't change their behavior is because they just aren't motivated. Sure. But what if the closest gym is really far from them and they have very pale skin and often get sunburned and they don't want to go out in the sun in the middle of the day or something like that. Um, What if, you know, somebody doesn't eat healthy and you say it's because they just don't care about what they're putting in their body. But really, they're 
access to nutritious foods is limited because they live in a very rural area, um, like a village in Mexico, right? When I went to go visit Mexico, it was a big eye-opening experience for me. Super impactful to see how simple these people in the villages and even on the coast, like they live so simply because they live off the land. And then you wonder why like there's so many health problems. While these people are happy, they're living happy lives, there's so many health problems in those types of areas and um, third world countries and things like that. So the social determinants of health is trying to consider all of the various factors that could go into health outcomes and health behaviors and things like that. And I really do think it has shaped my thinking when it comes to any issue that I talk about, even if it's not health-related. And this issue is definitely one of them. So if you have any, you know, perspective that you would like to add or just experience you would like to tell me about um, in regards to, you know, influencers and whether or not you think that they should be allowed to advertise products when they've had um, beauty treatments, cosmetic surgeries, things like that. So definitely, you know, shoot me a message. Um, The Instagram is at yayforgrowthpod. And I am so happy to announce that I've updated the logo for this podcast. If you have not noticed, I feel like with each logo update, it looks slightly more professional each time. So that's exciting. And, uh, yeah, I really like it. I really like it. And I hope you do too. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna miss the orange background for sure, but I just loved how, like, clean this looked with a touch of color. Um, so that's what I worked on. And I also wanted to announce that I have officially launched a YouTube channel for the podcast, um, Over the years, multiple people have told me, you should put it on YouTube. And I know I'm slow to catch up, but it is very time-consuming. And I'm happy to do it, though, just to be on another platform. So go onto YouTube, type Yay for Growth Podcast. It'll come up. I've already uploaded three episodes, and I'll keep working on the others. And eventually, it is my goal by hopefully next year to start video recording the podcast. My resources are limited. However, we're getting there. We are certainly getting there. (laughs) Um, So yeah, those are just some little updates on the podcast. Now, let's get into talking a little bit more about the beauty standards in today's society, um, which is related. Now, last episode, I did talk about the legging legs trend on TikTok that was going around and quickly banned. Um, Yeah, it was very insane to me that that was even a thing. If you want to listen, you can go back to that episode and listen. When I was listening back to the episode, definitely noticed a couple of things that were unsaid like as I was listening I was like oh my god I totally have more to say about this and so I'm really glad to be back on and just talking about it (music) 
Also, since I last recorded, the Grammys happened, which was an opportune time for me to reflect on the subject. Lately, I have been noticing a lot more negative comments on Instagram, posts that call no need for it. Um, But I feel like Instagram is becoming similar to Facebook now, just attracting the absolutely most unhinged people. And to be honest, I've had a more experience, positive experience on TikTok lately. But even there, you're going to find people just trolling and bullying shamelessly. Um, Like there's this one girl I follow who has a uh, makeup beauty account where she tries to lift other women up. She doesn't use filters and she shows the um, hairs and like imperfections on her face while she's doing her makeup. And people still comment on her videos, like, saying, oh, she looks like a man, she's so ugly. And I'm just like, that's crazy because the whole point of her account is to lift people up. Like, if you don't like it, why don't you just scroll past it and unfollow? Like, why do people feel the need to actually comment and get that engagement? I try not to focus on these things, but, man, it shocks me to my core every time. For example, for a second one... Just the other night, I saw a video on Instagram of Dua Lipa dancing at the Grammys. So she was, like, dancing in the crowd with a performer at the Grammys who was, like, going up to people. And afterward, the camera panned to Blue Ivy, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce's daughter, who was sitting behind Dua Lipa. Now, Blue Ivy ended up, like, turning her head and laughing when the camera panned to her. And the people filming the video of this, like, on their TV who posted it, started cracking up and, like, insinuating that Blue Ivy was laughing at Dua Lipa for, like, bad dancing or whatever, which we don't know to be true. That clip could have been interpreted a million and one ways. I think it was the moment itself that was probably funny for Blue because the performer was getting people to dance with her and the whole vibe was just, like, fun. And it goes to show you, can literally be at the Grammys for your hard work and talent, partying it up, yet there will still be people tearing you down. The most disappointing part is to see women tearing other women down. And we should all be hyping each other up, no? And I'm not talking about the goofy comments online that are just in good fun, harmless. I'm talking about the actual mean or uneducated comments. These are the ones that still shock me so much. I was raised much different, um, sheltered in a sense from this type of cruelty. Um, yeah, people bullied me, but like myself, you know, I was raised on the whole, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, or don't go out of your way to make it a point. Granted, I am now a recovering people pleaser, but let's stay on track, shall we? (laughs) Um... But at the same time, like, I do think it's getting increasingly worse online because everyone seems to be online now. Whereas 5, 10, 15 years ago, it was mostly teenagers and young adults. That, or I've just really, truly never been exposed to this side of social media. Uh, This conversation relates to the dichotomy of being a woman that I mentioned in the last episode. So give that a listen. I think it's a really good, like, prequel to this conversation As a woman, you know, we do face discrimination from men and women. You know, it's not not just one or the other, it's both. And we are told to be sexy, but not too sexy. We have to be kind and soft and nurturing all the time. Otherwise, we have a stick up our ass or, like, 
we are like a man. And, you know, I mean, did you listen to America Ferrera's monologue on Barbie? I think that pretty much explains it all, so I'm not going to go on further. But that's what I'm getting at. And while I obviously don't want to focus on the negative online and stuff like that, when it comes to beauty standards, you kind of have no choice. It's certainly disappointing that women can't support other women. And just know that, like, in my community, in this community, we are always trying to support one another, build each other up, and you have come to the right place, no matter who you are or how you identify. But the struggle is that when things grow and they get so big, you just can't control everything that happens, right? Especially with social media, they're still, you know, trying to figure out how do we make this a safe place for people. But I do think not enough work is being done about it. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm happy that so many platforms have these restrictions, um, in terms of certain verbiage that you can use, but it doesn't stop the mean comments from coming. I would like to think that the world is becoming more kind and less judgmental, but when I go on social media, I am reminded that the rotten eggs do still exist, and unfortunately, social media is free for most of them. It's free, and they're bored. And I feel terrible for children who grow up with social media at their fingertips because comparison is inevitable. I mean, if you think about, like, if we were as young as these kids are now with TikTok, there's no way that we wouldn't struggle in the same way with wanting to fit in and just be like everybody else that we're seeing online. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the rest of the conversation I have for you today. Uh, take with that what you will. Again, follow me on Instagram at sustainedwithsav, at yayforgrowthpod. Uh, and as always, have a great rest of your day or night. Whatever it is, wherever you are, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye-bye.